0: how you doing? Um, yeah, so today we're recording this, uh, during 9 August the 9 August, we celebrating Women's Day here in South Africa. And I just wanted to say thank you very much to all you women for all that you've been doing, that you've done in our lives, nurturing Africa, nurturing the land. and and nurturing your children. And not only just nurturing your children, but nurturing God's children. And we really appreciate what you've done for us. We really appreciate the love uh, that you've shown us. Uh, I believe if you want to see God's true love, look at the way a mother loves their child. So thank you very much to all you women for what you've done. Thank you so much for the sacrifices that you've made in our lives. And I'm grateful, especially to my mother, for all the sacrifices that she's done. And yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you very much for celebrating. Welcome to Quiet Conversations with Al Jackson Pastor. Uh, yeah, we, we still, we're still busy. Um, so, we're busy checking out a whole lot of different ways, experimenting on uh, different ways of how we're going to be shooting this podcast. And It's been, it's been like a journey for me and and, and my journey, as i had spoken in the one previous podcast where I was talking about, you know, the idea to the future, the, 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 how it started, you know, where I came to for basically getting into youth ministry. And me being there was because I wanted to see young people choose a different direction in their lives, but a direction that makes, that empowers them, a direction that gives them, um, a power in a sense, or gives them strength to, to get to their goals and then their future and, and just build upon that. So th- that was the whole idea. And, and today I, I want to talk about, S- uh, South African youth. You know, the, the struggles and the challenges that a South African youth faces, especially as a Christian, and it's, it, it's not only just a, a, a South African youth type of um, situation, but it is a, it, it is basically, it's an African youth, youth thing, you know, because South African youth who identify as Christians, they may like, face challenges that are influenced by both um, their age group and their religious, um, their religious beliefs, if, if you look at it. And, and here, today, I just want to talk about some of the challenges that young people face, especially in South Africa, South African youth, the, the challenges that they face, especially as a young Christian, and some of the challenges that they might encounter. Uh, we're going to look into challenges such as societal pressures, such as cultural diversity, um, peer influences, moral and ethic dynamics, religious um, freedom and tolerance, uh, things like the media and, inter- and entertainment, especially social media. And, and we're going to look at things like sexuality and relationships that they have created. And, and, and even like the education and and. And their career choices, just trying to, just trying to like take them in a in a different direction, just for them to see that there is actually hope at the end of all these problems that we see or, or that we face as young people. And and when we look at the first the first problem that young people face, it's it's um, number one is the societal pressures. You know the pressures that young people face in in society and, and South African youth, like, like young people worldwide. And this is like a worldwide phenom- uh, phenomenon, that they often face social pressures, uh, that can conflict, uh, with, they, 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 that can, that can conflict with their Christian values, right? Uh, the, the, the these pressures may include materialism where you find young people now I thinking the only way you can be seen as a successful person is once you have some form of materialistic value on on yourself, and and, and then there's the consumerism, uh, which is a very big issue because the things that we consume as young people is now things that are not teaching or, or or building our character, but it's things that are actually just making us becoming like. For example, like couch, uh, couch potatoes, because we have things like Netflix, we have you know things like um, the type of the types of foods that we consume, um, things like the type of clothing that we wear. You know, now you have to have a certain style in your life that makes you um, appeal to other people in that society that you're in or that community that you're in, and 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 there is that and an emphasis. On secular success, you know, like I said, where people say the only way you can be successful is if, if there's a lot of materialism and consumerism that's in you. You know, so basically the secular success kind of like encompasses this and can, can challenge their commitment uh, to living a, spiritual, a spiritually focused life. You know, it challenges them, it, it hinders them. And it takes them away from that commitment. That's why you find that a lot of young people have gotten to a point where they they now, you know, when we were, when we was growing up, you would find that we were taught, because uh, I, I grew up in a Soviet Adventist, um, and from a Soviet Adventist background. And growing up from family side, what I would see is is that we, we used to have this whole thing of, even in Sunday school, where they teach you the memory verse. And, you know, you go and read that verse in the Bible, but you find yourself reciting this verse each and every day of that week until you go to the next day when you go to church and, and, and you, you are given another memory verse that you recite. You know, so there was that whole thing of that, because you'd find value in these verses, you would know them and understand where they're coming from and what they mean to you. And you would try to emulate the type of life, uh, the type of lifestyle. But it's, it's all died down, you know, it's all considered like boring type of lifestyle. And and, and another dilemma that we have is the cultural diversity. You know, South Africa, uh, South Africa is a diverse nation uh, as we, as we are called the, the Rainbow Nation, and with, we have very like uh, we vary in cultural um, and uh, religious traditions. You know, we, we vary so much because you would find that even in the Christian faith itself, there's so many religious traditions that are found in the in the context of uh, South African community. And now, Christian uh, Christian youth might find it challenging to To navigate their faith with within a, a multi-religious and multicultural context, as as they need to interact with people different with the, uh, the people of different um, beliefs and practices, and I'd look at like, like looking at just schools. And for an example, as as an example, we look at schools. And I, I remember uh, this the one time we went to a school. And we wanted to kinda of like help out this one school to bring in a program where us as youth pastors could go in there and make an impact in the lives of these young people so that they can change their ideologies of being in gang and doing drugs and and the like, you know, and not focusing on on uh making their lives better or focusing on bettering their lives. So there's that whole thing where schools even say no no no. but in a south african society we have different religions so we cannot enforce a certain type of a religion in that uh into that uh, society and and it's understandable but but there is some schools that are very much of a south african school and they still say or still make an impact in how we uh, uh, like how we as the church can can kind of like be in those schools but what they do is that they, 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 they tell us we can give a positive message but not um, give a Jesus message uh, in that type of sense so what then happens is that you will find a lot of a lot of youth practitioners or youth pastors or youth ministry pac- uh, practitioners or youth leaders as per se, when they go to these setups they turn out to becoming motivational speakers instead of them pastoring the kids. But at the same time, you use that, you use that whole idea or you use that concept of, of having, um, Mm -hmm. the, the pastoral, uh, concept You use that, but place it in, in that whole ideology of, um, Christianity basically. Another, another, another problem that we face is peer influence. And with peer influence, it's as a young person you find that the eat thing, the new thing that's making a difference, or that's making people talk, the buzz. Uh, there's a whole lot of things like buzzwords and stuff like that, and peer pressure and the desire to fit in can lead to some to, to some uh, Christian youth to compromise their beliefs or to indulge in behaviours. That are inconsistent with their faith, you know, and and, and this can actually include uh, participation in activities such as uh, substance abuse, uh, activities activities such as um, casual sex, and um, other behaviors that conflict with Christian uh, Christian teachings, you know. So you will find that. There is this rise in in in, in sexual immorality, as as in, in in terms of the young people, and there is a rise of some of them, kind of looking at their lives from the point of view. Uh, they they looking at their lives from the point of view of um, of their friends and saying they want to be like their friends, you know, or they want to be like the 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 the, the eat which is like, especially in, in the hip hop circles, you've got like the trappers and most of these trappers, you know, they, they, they up with the nin game and all that stuff, you know, and it looks cool to these kids. And, and this was like the the message that they pushing. And it's kind of like the picture that they pushing that they bringing out there. And a lot of young people have found themselves actually going, and it's not like they're meeting, they're they actually riding on this wave as they would say. And, and and that's the the peer influence that we get, and that peer influence is, is is taken from what the music that they listen to and what the message the music they listen to brings. So another conflict that we we're fighting against is moral and ethical dilemmas. So in in society, we in a society that's with a conflict with a complex history of social and and political issues uh christian youth may face uh like a difficult they face a difficult moral and ethical decision you know uh making that decision which has to be moral and ethical and they might be confronted with issues like racial injustice um poverty and corruption uh which can challenge their efforts to live out their christian uh principles it comes in a space as well, or in a setup where we we look at we look at the history of South Africa, and in apartheid, the Bible was used to to suppress, or it was used to actually um, to, to to deprive a black person or, or a person of color, um, and and to suppress them and to torture them, you know. So. Um, that whole thing of now a lot of young people have, be, have have started reading and doing research and looking at how the history has been. And, and, and then now because they look at the Bible and think, oh, so this Bible that was introduced to, to our forefathers has been introduced in this way and it's been suppressing our people and stuff like that. So now they, they, they're they beginning to think, why should I actually follow this Bible that is um suppressing me? And yet the Bible has always been and will always be a, a, a form that has kind of like a book or a library or a formula that teaches love, that brings love to a person. And and, and this is what we are called to do as as youth practitioners, to teach them the, the, the right moral um, ways of doing things, teach them uh, that racial injustice is there, but it's one thing that we can actually um, defeat. You know, poverty is one thing that is there, but we can actually defeat that. You know, and, and if you look at how poverty plays a, a major role in, 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 um, in the space of removing or, or pushing a person far away from, from being a Christian, it, it actually plays a major role it's like a catalyst and another thing that we find is that there's corruption as well and and, and looking at our political system where corruption is a big thing and and now young people are, are looking up to these politicians and saying, "Wow listen, I could become a corrupt politician because it's a normal thing so now it's it's beginning to work in our minds and becoming this thing of You know what? Corruption is part of our lives. It's part of the system and it's hurting and breaking our system as well as young people. And yet the Bible clearly and and big time it like it says it speaks about how bad corruption is and corruption has actually become like the the biggest thing in our lives as young people. So we need to change our ways and, and find how we can we can fix our morals and not have ethical dilemmas so that young people can look up to us and say, okay, this is how you lead your life and this is how I want to be. Another thing that we, we fight with, another battle is the religious freedom and tolerance and, and, and South Africa generally, it upholds a, a religious freedom. Uh, there they can be still instances of discrimination or intolerance towards Christians. And, and and this comes from, from from a space where there is a lot of churches that popped up uh a few years back and they popped up with a with a message that kinda um destroyed the hearts of a young person. A message that gave a young person um the, 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 the kind of idea that churches are only there to suck out every bit of them and and not uh, like churches have become like ticks and 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 that's that's the whole that's the whole picture that young people are seeing and as as they see this picture but we have we have a different picture where we need to show them that you know what as as a christian christians are here to help and here to build and youth might encounter skepticism or hostility towards uh, their faith making it Important for them uh, to navigate conversations and interactions uh, with respect, uh, with respect and patience. So it's 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 become a quite a difficult thing for us, especially with this whole idea of religious freedom and tolerance. And 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 then another war or another battle that we're fighting is the media and entertainment, especially with the social media, that has taken up quite a a, a lot of, of work. It's taken up a lot of space in our minds and our hearts. It's really like cool. <clears throat> made us become who we are today. And, and as you can see, we are using a lot of social media platforms or media platforms to, to push a certain uh, message and try to kind of like make people understand and teach, you know, because in our lives, we, we've gone out of this thing of, of having the heart to learn. But now what we do is we we focus a lot on, on what the media says to us. But if media can bring out these types of um, messages, that building, then it becomes not only just media for entertainment, but it's it's media for edutainment, you know. So the, the media and the entertainment industry they, uh, often promote values that might... Contradict Christian um, teachings, and youth youth uh, might struggle or do struggle with the influence of of popular culture, which we normally call it pop culture. And with that influence, we struggle so much, which can actually that influence can actually glorify behaviors and attitudes that go um, go against their beliefs. There's a lot of behaviors and attitudes that go against the Christian belief, and because of that, you no know, uh, media gives us that type that type of picture and tells us that's the picture for us to follow. This is the type of lifestyle that we need to live because you see this in your media or in your social media or, or wherever you consume. Because of that idea of consumerism, the amount of consummation of of media is so much that. We consume things that are even toxic in our own lives. Sexuality and relationships is another battle that we're fighting, where Christian youth may face the challenge, uh, challenges related to sexual ethics and relationships. Um, uh, we nav- navigating topics such as premarital sex, topics such as um, dating within a framework that uh, within a framework that can be. That can be complex and emotionally demanding. So we, we we look at that as a as a big thing in in our Christian walk, especially as young people. And looking at the, the the sexual ethics and relationships nowadays, it's so easy to find young people um commi- committing adultery or or young people having sex at that age, and and it's it's like it's a casual thing for them. They'll tell you. Some will even tell you that if I ain't getting some, then we ain't something type of thing. That's the type of mentality that they have. So it's a it's a big it's, it's a big thing that we're finding in our lives that we need to fight against. And this is where we need the church to to be involved in this. So church involvement. Young people find it hard in that space as well. Uh, finding a supportive and authentic church because of what churches have some churches have have painted, what picture they've painted, and then when you get to that picture, young people find that picture and look at it as though it's something that um that that that, that cannot ever that can ever be changed because are, a lot of churches are are giving them this picture that's That's very corruptive, and all all these things that you see there. So, finding a supportive and authentic community uh, can be difficult, especially in the church space. You youth might struggle to 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 connect with with a local church that aligns with their beliefs and provides uh, a space for them. Uh, to grow spiritually it's it's very difficult for young people to find that it was so easy those days because you know their parents parents would actually like enforce it and say yo listen this is what we do at home and this is how we live our lives but nowadays even parents are, are on on that whole picture in their minds their picture is listen we ain't going there no more type of thing or you find the father doesn't go to church the mother goes to church now the young person goes with the mother because they are aligned with the mother for a certain type of years until they get to their teenage years. And, and then they're like, nah, I don't feel like doing it. And you can't force them because children have rights or, or people have rights to go to whatever church they want to go. So this is what, this is are struggles that we're facing in South Africa. And so, um, it, it becomes a big challenge. And another one that we, we find is education and career choices. Um, decisions related to educational and career paths can sometimes um, clash with the church with the Christian values. Uh, balancing the pursuit of personal goals and ambitions with a, a commitment to to faith it can be very much challenging. And these are the things that where churches used to have organizations like uh in the Methodist Church, and then we have Stasa, which is in the Seventh-day Adventist Church. And in in so many different churches, they have their own organizations that you find at the school or you find them at at a a varsity, especially in the varsity level. This is where we find that young adults are finding it difficult to be involved in the church because now the church is not there. Basically the church is not there for them in, in their space. Uh, so, the church, churches need to start growing with those organizations and, and, and building, and not building a, a political system, but building a system that that helps your growth in, in relationships, helps your growth spiritually, helps your, with your growth as a person. Because um, for, ca- for the character of a person to be built, it's built in community. So if I go to varsity and I have organizations such as those um, that uh, are giving me an ideology where I'm saying I want to build my life as a young person, but I want to build it within community, then it helps, you know. And then the the last one that I want to talk about is social justice and advocacy and as if, as you have listened to my one of my previous uh podcasts where I spoke about uh, advocacy in the terms of in in in, in using the idea of uh, how I grew up wanting to become the person that I never had and and me getting into this space of youth ministry and becoming an advocate for young people uh so many christian youth are passionate about social justice and advocacy issues but engaging in these areas can be demanding and emotionally draining so they they might encounter resistance or opposition every uh, whenever they they try to address systematic injustices and it's, it's it's injustices that we see in our society today and it's not only because i know a lot of people when we, when we look at justice injustice we we see the first thing that we think of because of the history of where South Africa is coming from. We look at racial injustice, and yet there is injustice in different systems. Looking at like gender injustice, we're looking at a whole lot of different things that happen that are happening. Even Christians are facing injustice themselves because you cannot become fully who you are as long as it doesn't as long as it doesn't. Um, If it doesn't offend a person that is not a Christian, then it's okay, but if it offends them, then you cannot be who you are meant to be as a Christian. And that's how society has built. And these are the the difficulties that we find as young people in uh, a space or in a country like South Africa. And in in facing these challenges, South African Christian youth can draw strength from their faith, uh, engage in open dialogue, with mentors, uh, I'm really big on mentors and peers. Have changed the, the friends that you are with. Look at the friends that you're, you always hang around with and try to change them and get people that are going to help you build you and you in turn build them. You know, as they say, iron sharpens iron, the peers that you are around, are they people that are helping you build or are they pe- people that are helping you break and, and helping you fall? Well, and and these are the things that we need to understand. Look for mentors, look for people that can mentorship you and that can help you as well. align you uh, to focus on the right things and and look to to pro, to to having a progressive life, a life that is built on a on a, on a very strong foundation because of the mentors that you have and the peers that you surround yourself with. And seek guidance from that church and community. You know, churches, we still have churches that are passionate, that have systems or that have people that are passionate about growing or passionate about um, reflecting uh, theologically into the life of a young person, which is youth ministry. And it's, it's important for, for them to continually reflect uh, on the beliefs and values and find ways to um, integrate their faith into their daily lives and daily interactions. So um, that's what I—that's all I have for you today. And I just want to say, let us keep strong. Let us not. Let us not, as young people, let us not back away from the church, but let's continue to work within the church and try to to help the church to um, to be a church that grows help the church to be a church that sees a future, a future that is going to be so bright. And I do believe that as, as South Africans, we can make it a better place. You know, young people in June 16, uh, some, uh, some years ago, had, had a dream, um, they had challenges, and they managed to change and fight a system, a system that had oppressed them for so long. And they thought, no, we have to fight this. They stood up and were strong enough to actually fight that system. Some died, you know, but we still had young people that stood up. So I believe this is the time for us, the next generation, to stand up as well and fight a system that does not allow us to become fully Christians, who we, the Christians that we are supposed to be, to fully love, to fully care, to fully um, become a person that builds one another. And let us look at those challenges and stand up against them and tell ourselves that these are challenges that can never hinder us from growing in Christ and through Christ and with Christ. So, quiet conversations with LJX and Pasteur. Peace. <laughs>